Welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Nay. I'm Mark. I'm Michael. Hi. Hey there. And today we are coming to you not from a sorority house because we would never. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That's my personal opinion. We're coming from Carrie Fisher's kitchen. Yeah. True. Man, that bummed me out. Anyway. Me too. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Today we have a guest that's pretty special to me. Um, because I have a list of very cool people that I've met on the dance floor. And one of those people is our guest today. Oh, yay. So I'd like to go ahead and introduce him. Do it. Ben Bauer, you're here. (laughs) Let me read Ben's bio so we can all get to know some of who he is. So Ben Bauer is a previous out. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, Ben Bauer. Bauer? Okay. It is. Oh, my God. I just said it like five times. (laughs) Um, a previous Out 100 honoree who can be seen in television shows such as The Following, Happily Divorced, and Difficult People. Um, ben has also appeared in a variety of web series such as These People, Tough Love, and Hunting Season. Ben and I met on the dance floor, both cutting a rug. Doing, May doing I what add? we could. May I add? Yeah. Um, welcome to the show. Oh my god, thank you. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thanks uh, for coming, Ben. Thanks. I'm just... Putting this out there, this is baby for baby's first podcast, so I'm really? very nervous. Yeah, don't God. be okay. Yeah. yeah, just be gentle. Oh, yeah. All right, that's fine. Right. I, we'll try. I, I, I take you know. No, we can. We've done this before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as a communicative top, if you say to be gentle, that's what I'm going to do. Oh my God, thanks. Fine. Yeah. I totally. appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I love that. No. <laughs> it's important as a top to have listening skills. <laughs> Communication's key. Right? Yeah. Because everybody's been with one that you're like, hello, is yeah. this thing on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like, are you doing that for fun or are you really just like not listening yeah. to anything? I think so, you know, ow, 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 ow. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many dirty things I wanted to say, but I refrained. Why are you Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What's the occasion? It like, would be even bad for me. <laughs> Damn. And Michael's the nastiest of all of us. Okay. So. All right. Shit. All right. Well, y'all been watching anything the past week? I've been super busy, but I <clears throat> started watching finally the newest season of Shit's Creek, and I know we've talked about that here before, but I just love that show so much. It's so sweet. I've had um, I've had Alexis's like audition song. <gasps> la la yes. la 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 la. la. <laughs> oh I've God. had it in my head legit for like a week. It just won't. It won't go away. Her hand gestures oh my god and how she sits there like this like with her like and francis is so fucking funny on and like do you know that like in an interview someone said why are your hands always like perched in front of your chest and she's like because she got it from the kardashians (laughs) so she modeled it after them and then brian and i noticed recently that how many times an episode she wipes her hair away from her face but she does it in such a specific way and is there actually hair there to wipe Never. away? <laughs> Never. It's like a gay guy who has like shaved sides and he's always yeah. doing that. Like, I do that with my glasses when yeah. I'm not wearing them. <laughs> but I've been seeing a lot of stuff online lately about just how Catherine O'Hara's accent is just one of a kind. Oh, and it's so it's true. Magical. It's magical. It's beautiful. It's so good. She's, I, a, she's a treasure. Oh, I love I, her. I do think the writers constructed this entire season out of getting her to say the word baby as baby? many times as possible. Oh, absolutely. Bye-bye. <laughs> It's not our fault you had a baby. <laughs> yeah. so oh, great. I'm producer Brennan, by the way. Hello, hey, Brennan. Hello, Brennan. So that's about it. And I watched Scream 4 recently because that seems to be getting like a like 
talked about recently. People have started like someone from Fangoria was talking about it, so it kind of became a thing. I think it's because Netflix Canada ranked the Scream films, mm-hmm. and they put Scream Two first, so it started like a whole controversy. Yes, and then Four kind of became the topic of conversation after. As the resident Canadian, <laughs> I am going to break. With my country of origin, I will and take your place. And I will. <laughs> I am going to go on record and say that <coughs> Scream Two is not better than the first Scream. Seconded. I'm sorry. I'm against <laughs> the, both. The first Scream, in just in terms of existence, it was watershed. It basically created the <laughs> the revival of the slasher boom of the yeah. '90s. And I just think it's a slap in the face to Scream to say Scream Two is better than. I, and I say that as someone who thoroughly <laughs> enjoys Scream 2 because Portia de Rossi. I mean, that whole movie just. Oh my uh, God, hi. And I really mean that. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Harmonica style is okay. Oh my God, I love that. Um, so yeah, I watched 4 again recently and it, I know that movie was had a lot of shit going on behind the scenes while it was being made. Like, there's, yeah, there's yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's <laughs> we'll stuff. just leave it at that. Yeah. You know, like, pu- there was stuff publicly. Wes Craven at one point and during filming was interviewed and said, it's not even my movie anymore. He like literally uh, used those words. Really? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Who said this on record? He said this on record and they're like, yeah. what do you mean by that? He goes, well, there was a point where I was making Kevin's script and then I started making somebody else's. Okay. So um, <laughs> he kind of had a backtrack like three days later. Mm. Um, but the movie actually plays better now than it did eight years ago. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So doesn't it end <laughs> with Emma Roberts being oh. electrocuted? She gets uh, the she, paddles, right. the reviving yeah. paddles, defibrillator. Um, yeah, defibrillator on her head by Sydney. <laughs> oh, wow, uh, ornate. But her whole like motive is amazing. It's something. I don't need friends. I need fans. It's Sick. fucking awesome. It's so today. Sick. It was ahead of its time in that way. So yeah, that's, that's about it. Nothing Cute. special. Knew what you've been watching. Um. Well, I have been in a little bit of a grief hole. All week um, after the passing of Nipsey Hussle. And, um, of course, have, like, revisited his discography all week over and over again. And came across this song that I was not aware of. Um, It's actually a YG song that features Nipsey. It's called FDT, which stands for Fuck Donald Trump. Mm. (laughs) And the whole chorus is basically like, Fuck Donald Trump. And (laughs) it was just really cathartic um, to listen to that song. And to scream that song along with it. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a tragedy. I'm glad yeah. someone's in custody, but, um, you know, it's, he was really invested in giving back to the community and sure was. Yeah. it was, it was just like, really like, really? Like, I yeah. Know. I think it hit really hard for a lot of folks. Um, and like with anyone's death, especially the death of a man, um, a straight man, that's like, it's complicated. There's like, complicated history of opinions um, and ideas. And I think for a lot of us, at least for myself, as I get older, I am more aware of how problematic maybe some of my faves have or have not been. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot going around on the internet this week about like how we mourn folks um, who have said things we don't agree with um, or have said things that are detrimental to our communities. Um, And I think that for myself as a black person, as a, queer black person in Los Angeles for many years now, um, the death hit me really hard. And I think a lot of, as someone who is really invested in hip hop and has always, um, felt really attached to it. I have 
like many folks, um, favorite artists and songs who as a, a groaner person now have to like really <laughs> examine and, and think about. Um, but regardless of all of those things, um, it was definitely a hard, sad week. I wasn't that far from his store uh, during the shooting. And so oh, I saw the helicopters and couldn't leave my friend's house for hours just because of it just sounded scary outside, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. lots of sirens, lots of helicopters, lots of voices. And so um, I, you know, just was like pouring my grief into listening to his music, but also um, creating a memorial piece. Yeah, that's we're what you said. install this weekend. So, oh, cool! It's pretty I can't cool. Wait to see it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, check out FDT. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel. I really feel like around, especially leaving Neverland coming out. The conversation mm-hmm. around how do we, how do we reassess or ab- absorb problematic art or art mm-hmm. by problematic people. Mm-hmm. Um, has sort of shifted a little bit because I think it was, you know, when it, when it's a supernova, like someone like Michael Jackson, you know, it's, you know, it's music that's so a part of so many people's Mm -hmm. (laughs) lives, so many people's lives that it's impossible to just sort of like, I mean, look, I don't believe in cancel culture. I believe in like two things can be true at once. Right. Someone can be a genius and a total fucking monster that you don't necessarily need to hire or give money to but you can still like appreciate stuff in the past i get you know what i mean but it's personal and i think it's it's individual for everybody um but um it's interesting i mean i'm interested to hear you talk more about like because it because i i haven't heard you talk that much about in the past about like what it means to you to reassess your relationship to people you or artists you adore Mm -hmm. that that you also go oh and you're also Mm-hmm. this you know <laughs> uh yeah i think a very long story short is that um for people who have multiple marginalized identities um and i think especially for me as a fat person it's like probably every almost every single person in my life is fat phobic <laughs> like like not you know at or at some point has said something to me that's really fucked up i think i have lived an existence that has constantly had to compromise with loved ones, um, with coworkers. And I'm not saying that anyone has to do that or doesn't have to do that. Um, But something that came up for me a lot was like thinking about when my mom passes or like her sisters, people that raised me that I love very much, like I will be so full of grief. I will also be like, that person was racist, like straight up. Like, not even coding, like, says racist things, thinks they are not a racist for saying those things, which is, like, the worst kind of racist. Mm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, way more scary than the people who are like, yeah, I'm racist. Um, And obviously, that's your family, and that means a lot of different things to people. But I think I'm very used to understanding that more than one reality can be true at the same time. And so I would be hurt if when a family member of mine died and someone was just like, that person was racist trash. I, but I, I couldn't necessarily disagree with them. (laughs) I would be like, I'm still really hurt, Yeah. but also that's not false. And I think it's really important to like acknowledge all of those things at once because that is what is happening and that is what is true. And so like, we have to do that regardless of like what has come out about a particular person or artist. It's like, that may not have, 
um, distinguished or extinguished your grief in that moment, it, it might have added to it, if anything. When um, I think we live in a world now, too, where like being conflicted mm-hmm. is like not okay to people for some reason. Yeah. It's like you either got to accept A or B. Yeah, but it's like you need to be. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like I think living in the question sometimes can be like, well, some things are just not, there's no clear answer, but it's just, but having trying to have 2020 vision about all sides of an issue right. or a person or whatever, Anything. And, you know, in program <laughs> in program, they call, you know, people say at the end of, of uh 12 step meetings, you know, take what you like, but leave the rest. And I mm-hmm. think that applies to not just to situations, but also, you know, to people you meet, you know yeah. I mean? It doesn't mean you have to like, you know, spend all your time with them or like, you know, marry them, but it does mean like everybody's got something good about them, but everybody's got some, Everybody is problematic all, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. we all have things we regret. I know I do, you know, like, yeah, I mean, when my dad died a year ago Saturday and like the past year has been conflicted because I loved my dad, but there's parts of him where I'm like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. like, it's my grief and my view of my dad is completely different than even one of my siblings. Yeah. You oh, know? And it doesn't make it yeah. anything less true. Exactly. Right. right? You know, like, right. yeah. So, but like you, what I'm finding now, it took me about 11 months, but like channeling it into art is really helping me. Fuck yeah. Isn't that right? I hear that. Cool, yeah. right? It's so cool. So it is. something good can come out of it. Yeah. I yeah. channel my grief into murder. <laughs> <laughs> murder me tomorrow. <laughs> what are you uh, watching, Mark? Um, what did you watch? Do you want to know the, the honest truth? I sat here and I delayed and I punted to you guys because I can't fucking remember. That's how tired I am. Well, you've been so busy. So you- I've had such a stupid week that <laughs> I am – stupid busy week that I'm I'm just like, what did I – Do you remember driving I here? I, oh, no. yeah, I do. <laughs> do you remember – do you ever have that? Yes. Where you're like, how the fuck did I just get here? <laughs> I don't even know how I you're got here. It in park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you drive me? Um, <laughs> oh, wait, I'm alone. Are you my Uber? Um, <laughs> I, what did I watch? You know, oh, okay. You know what? I, I uh, We rewatched uh, Mulholland Drive. Oh. Yes. God, what a beautiful movie. That's all. I haven't seen that in a really long time. It might <laughs> it's, be time for a revisit. It's so beautiful. It's so, I mean, it should be covered on this pod someday. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it really is like, I think, and in in a, a filmmaker's canon that I truly adore, it's like I think top, definitely top five, possibly top three. It's like I got to revisit that. Dunning, um, probably in fifteen years. Yeah, just amazing work all around in that movie, and uh, it manages to be funny and strange and terrifying and and very moving. I feel like it would too. be the type of movie too. I haven't seen it in forever, but that you find something new every single time you watch it. Yes, already. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I highly. Recommended. It was almost as good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to like to Loki introduce this week's movie, and well, we but I was like, I can't do that to Mulholland Drive. I just Don't can't. Do it. We yeah. also need Don't to hear what hear Don't about what it. Ben's been watching. I know. Um, so a couple days ago, uh, my fiance was out of town, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do laundry. So uh, <laughs> I did my laundry and drank two bottles of wine and watched all ten episodes of season three of Santa Clarita Diet. Yes. Oh, I no, like. No I, I didn't even realize that I had watched the entire thing until it was over, and I was just like, no, I want more. <laughs> um, I yeah. I just love that show so Me much. Too. I think Drew Barrymore is. A goddamn angel. I fucking love um, her. And like watching her, watching her in this like 
family comedy in which she's eating people all over the place and blood is just splattering all the walls. I'm just like, this is quality television and I, <laughs> I need more of it. Completely agree. I love that show and it's I watched so good. all of it God, as well. I I'm so it. impressed by both of you. I'm only on episode one, but it's really good. Episode one of one? Uh, of, season of season one? three of the new season. Um, I hope it was the pilot. <laughs> that would have been funnier. <laughs> I'm not that but um, I do love Timothy Oliphant. Yes. So and, He's but dreamy. I, I did tweet about this moment, so I know you all read it. But there's a part um, in the first episode um, where he's impersonating a scholar. trying is It's a mini heist for, of information, basically. And he has to pretend he's a scholar. And while he's like, oh, yes, I'm a scholar trying want? to study this thing. And he just holds up a pen as if it's his credentials. Like, look, I couldn't possibly be lying to you. I'm holding up a pen. Only scholars have pens. And it's just such a subtle little physical tick. And it's so beautiful. Tip the elephant is, is consistently underappreciated. I agree. He's good in everything he does. Timothy, you hear this? <laughs> You're great. We'll do the, We'll whisper this in your ear, Timothy. You're feel, doing so good. Feel free to come. Wow. Show. Oh, okay. wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Either it's yeah, hard being this classy all the time. <laughs> I didn't I, intend it to be that way. By the way, <laughs> did you watch Just anything else? at the wrong that... part. Uh, no. So I mean, that's all that I really watched. Oh no. So I just got Shutter. Ah, oh, good job, man. Uh, yeah. Well, so we got it so that we could watch uh, a Discovery of Witches. Oh, uh, yeah. Because my, my fiance read those books and like really loved it. And I love Matthew Good. He's on that mm-hmm. show. And I think he is. He's dreamy. So dreamy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love him so much. Stoker. Uh, I haven't actually seen Highly that. recommend them. Okay. Re- recommend I'm them. i have to check that out. Yep. Um, but while I was going through everything that's on Shudder, I watched um, You Might Be the Killer. Oh, I watched oh, that, that recently fun. too. It's so fun. And I love Allison Hannigan. And it was like, I love that kind of thing that, uh, you know, they, they lay out the rules and then just completely fuck with them. Um, I thought that was great. Do you know that movie is based on a Twitter thread? Is it really? Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. It's based on, forget the two guys, Chuck Wendig, I think was the w- recipient of the first tweet. And it was like, I don't know if he knew the guy or not, but the guy was like, Chuck, I'm at a camp. All the counselors are dead. What do I do? And they literally went back and forth for like 150 tweets. It like became a meme. That's so funny. And they turned it into a film. Yeah. That's so funny. Actually, I think the tweets are better than the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But Fran Krantz wasn't in the tweets. Yeah, he's good in that. Yeah. Ew, meta summer camp horror, boo. (laughs) 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 One of those. Yawn. I actually watched Joe Bob too. I forgot. Oh, what was the double feature? It was – wasn't it Chud, Chud? and oh. Castle Freak? Castle Freak, which was so fun to watch. I hadn't seen that in forever, and hmm. I, I didn't realize I I didn't really watch any of the Joe Bob stuff that came out last year. Um, but I watched all of Friday, and it was a lot of fun. He went on a rant about the Miss America pageant, and it was really funny. Chud, <laughs> so problematic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember when Joe Bob like came back, and I was like, "Yay, Joe Bob!" Oh, yeah. oh God, oh God! I stepped away for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and so like as Nay, you were talking about problematic faves. You're like, "Oh, there's Uncle Joe Bob," and Oof, we love him, so and scary. you know, gosh, he, we love him because he's you know shows up on the TV to bring us Chud. Yeah, and, and he then also we're like. Shh, but then he like also had he like celebrated 
Barbara Crampton's career and she was on, and she's pretty awesome. And she was great. And I, she seems like insanely lovely. Yes. So she tweeted today. She wants to be the Betty White of horror. And I like, could um, not want anything. How more could you not her, love? Right. How do you not love? She's like, I want to talk about the horror movies I've done for the next 30 years. Just like Betty White. Come on. So I'm like, someone write a role for her. I will write a role for her. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, I was going to say, is it over? Rude, first of all. This is all I have. Just messing with you, Brandon. This is my entire brand, Michael. I've been tagged in so many tweets. I was telling Mark last week, outside the show, how much I've been enjoying. Oh, yeah. Thank you. La Llorona Corner. I'm blushing. Um, anyway, it's time for a bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so for those not in the know, because I feel like Ben's yep. going to get us new listeners who haven't heard me talk before. So um, La Llorona is a Mexican folktale. She's a woman who was spurned by her man. She drowned her kids in the river. If your kids go out after dark, she's going to drown them too. And you've been talking about these... It's her brand. Several weeks. Yeah. In, how many weeks in a row now? Oh God! Six? Like eighteen, nine, nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked 9, about 000. one a week for like the last six or seven. Oh, weeks. I've been listening. Oh, okay. I'm a fan. I'm a fan oh, of. All right, Ben. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, well, this one. <laughs> I actually saw the tweet where he discovered the show. You like tweeted something. Yeah. Like, how the hell did I not know about this show? Because this show is everything that I've ever wanted to listen to. Aww. We asked Catherine Aww. McPhee to give it to the gays, and she did. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I can't wait to hear the title of this one. It's not that interesting. I'm Damn sorry. It. It's, it's not um, kilometer 31 two. No, <laughs> um, this is, this is actually one that I tease. This is the animated one that I watched. Oh, um, they did an animated La Llorona movie. Yeah. It's called La Leyenda de La Llorona, which means the legend of La Llorona. Um, it's actually <laughs> the second in a children's like spooky franchise in Mexico. It's huge. In oh, Mexico. No, nothing. I, I mean, um, literally this corner always has surprises. <laughs> There's twists and turns on every corner. But yeah, they, they've done a bunch of. Um, there's been like five movies and also a Netflix TV show based on this property. Um, they've done movies about La Nahuala, uh, the mummies of Guanajuato, and um, like chupacabras, things like that. Um, Do you love the chupacabras? Yes. <laughs> but these movies are set in the 1800s. Um, La Llorona is actually the second one. So I was like, I hope I have enough context to understand what's happening in this movie. Um, <laughs> This, uh, this particular one takes place in Xochimilco, which is the cradle of Mesoamerican farming. You learn so much. Um, but anyway, so, I w- yeah, like I said, I was a little nervous. But the opening scene, you know, it's kids running from La Llorona. Nervous. It's the whole thing. No, no, no. I was just, I was just like. My fingers trembled when I pushed the play. I said, baby, do I really want to do this? Just, I was like, how much, how much context am I missing from not having seen the first movie? Um, and at first I was great, but then the second scene uh, it was where we catch up with our main characters, which is a young boy, an ancient knight, a dragon, and two skeleton children in a hot air balloon. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Yeah, You sounded like Stefan just now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it had everything. Lay around has everything. There's also the ghost of a young girl who is... Like a Paris Hilton wannabe? Oh yeah, that is totally Stefan. Uh, did the like, did La Llorona kill her? <laughs> she was no, 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 no. She's she, she a was a ghost in head? the previous movie. Oh, as you might have known if you'd seen La Leyenda de, Nano, de, de la Novela, which sure, I've not I seen. Missed that one. Um, 
But yeah, so it's um it's basically like if the voice actors from Pokemon were in a Looney Tunes cartoon directed by Tim Burton. It's <laughs> it's very kitty, but also like pretty spooky at the same time. Um there's a creepy island full of living puppets. <laughs> That's part of this whole deal. Oh, I like kind of dig that. Um, I love this movie. Sounds like Mad Libs. Like, yeah. really, like <laughs> yeah, you're right. It sounds like a Stefan saying. Yeah, you've been saying a bunch of. Stuff, and I'm just like, this is one movie. John Mulaney yeah. wrote yeah. this for him to read. No, it's it's <laughs> truly bananas. Yeah. Um, What's it, the animation look like? If you don't mind me asking. Um, is it like digital? It was, is it hand drawn? I, I, it was, it was interesting because the the backgrounds were mostly 3D animated, or at least by my untrained eye uh-huh. um but the characters are 2d animated um i don't know if that's on a computer or hand-drawn or whatever the situation is oh. um but it's an interesting contrast yeah um, that does sound cool yeah it, it was cool i wouldn't say it was like beautiful necessarily but it was interesting and it it, it was drawing me and it was, was like, unique yeah it was definitely unique cool. um this movie a little bit pulled its, pulled its punches with the story of La Llorona in terms of she didn't actually kill her kids in this one. Um, her kids did straight up the hell die, um, but it was more of an accident. They were rafting sure. and she saw that her house was she on was fire. Framed. No, she went to put out she her house and the kids them. floated away down the river on the raft and just drowned in the process. So she's just neglectful. Yes. She's just a <laughs> shitty mother. Um, <laughs> First but still one of the creepier cinematic La Llorona's that I have come across. Like when she's floating around being all sad and wailing. Like it, it's actually pretty eerie and atmospheric. It was it, it was an interesting movie. I'd say like 6 out of 10. It was very it – was, it was for children. Brennan, it, I uh, smell a La Llorona book in your future. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely writing an article. Stay tuned. You um, should do a whole book. I should. Mm-hmm. I mean, Yeah. I I really actually want to talk to Lorena Villarreal, who directed that like telenovela esque one that I really liked. Oh um, yeah, two thousand four. I want to know why she was thanked in Roma. I want to know her whole mm-hmm, history, mm-hmm. and I want to um, hire her for something. <laughs> I hope you get to go to like a press event of the Curse of. Oh, I certainly will not be invited. To <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> In fact, I received a restraining order. <laughs> Although, um, from the filmmakers of on Twitter, the real Lajorona did reach out, so it's been very exciting. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I think I did see that. She loves her fans. <laughs> she does. She. Um, I asked for signed photos, and she said to meet her down by the river. So I'm going to do that oh, right oh, after the recording. Oh my god! Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's so great when you meet your idols. I I know. I hope. I hope she doesn't like turn out to be mean. Or it's something. Rachel Dratch. <laughs> oh my She's god! Like, Hi. <laughs> oh, you have a pen? Glug glug glug. I love her. Oh, me too. She's, She's so fucking funny. Yes. I love that she just shows up in everything. <laughs> she showed up on last week tonight a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "What the fuck is she doing?" I love her so much. Her and Cola Scola. I want them to do a romantic comedy together. Uh, <laughs> wow. Make it so, internet. <sighs> oh, right. one last thing. There's a pun about um, cheese balls um, that does not translate, but it's hilarious. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Mark is dead. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... 
cheese balls. Uh, are tasty. Boy, yes, they it's a kids movie. Oh. What? Uh, no, I, no, that's like like cheese puffs. Are like it's like a, my horrendous Spanish from this. No, it's it's like a slang term, and I wasn't super familiar with it myself. But it sounded like she was saying eagles, and so. Um, La Llorona says, ay, mis hijos. But one time there's a fake scare where it's just a little girl who goes, ay, mis hijos. And it turns out it's just her and not La Llorona. <laughs> anyway. Oh, kids are annoying. Kill them all. She was Speaking so of annoying, annoying kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> annoying, annoying old crazy kids. 40-year-old Do we kids. have are we a movie for you? <laughs> Holy shit. Ben, so I guess we need the trailer first. Yes. And forgive me, I had some technical difficulties. I'm going to play this off my phone. So if there's a weird delay on the clips, my apologies. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, seriously, my tracker mouse pad on my laptop is like cracked in half. I don't know how that happened. So that's fun. Um, Anyway, here's the trailer. My hope is you girls prepare to go out into the world with the things that you've learned here in Theta Pi will help you to do the right thing. Yeah, Mark, get it, girl. Ah! Boys, All of our shirts are coming off. <laughs> She's my bra. <laughs> hey, we're going to take care of this, okay? We're not going to let this ruin our lives. If we all stick to the same story, no one will ever know. Spoiler, everyone's lives are ruined by being in sorority row. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ben. <laughs> so oh we let God. our guests um, choose the movie that I'm, we discussed. I'm sorry, everyone. No. Yeah, no. I apologize. Are you mad at us? This literally feels like in my book club, the last time I picked a book, everyone was just like, no, I hate it. Like, you. Did you know that's what this feels he like? He actually again. picked the Sorority like, Row screenplay the for book? the book club. Uh, it was <laughs> the Sorority Row screenplay. Beauties. Oh, I don't know that book. Uh, it's, it's, they were like, no, fuck you. <laughs> no, there was this one guy who, who legitimately was like mad to like be sitting there discussing this book. And I'm just like, I think story And this is what I feel it's like trashy. is happening right now. I think now. it's trashy. Oh, no. Well, no. It's trashy so, no. fun. I think it was, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had a good time. Yeah. I, I've seen it like three times. So. Yeah. I like to clutch my pearls around trash. Totally. Like, how dare you? But how like dare mostly you? I'm also like seriously though, I'm really yeah. glad that we got to talk about this. <laughs> so I mean I sorority like row. Movie. So sorority row. Why'd you pick sorority row? I picked sorority row. Uh when when He's I first, actually rumor Willis. I am. <laughs> yes, that was me with a wig. Um no, when I when I first saw it in theaters, like Oh, good all, for you. I saw it in theaters and Okay. Um, (laughs) But like when I first saw it, all of the, like the trailer and like the poster and everything just set it up to be like this very basic slasher film. And I was just like, "Eh, I'm going to go see that because I will see anything in theaters um, (laughs) that is slasher horrific. Uh, But then when I saw it, like I laughed my ass off. (laughs) I thought it was so funny. Like there was some, some like campy quality to the whole thing that I just loved. And like Leah Pipes, who plays Jessica, I I think she is, she is, <laughs> she really is. She it's is amazing. Like she is my queen. She had all of these like amazing one liners and I'm just like, Oh, we don't I deserve do this. laugh out loud every single time they find Megan's rotting corpse. Oh, I have a, clip. Oh my God. She yes. Looks awful. She looks, hum- yeah, she looks terrible. Wait, I, I have a clip of that. Ew, it's, it's, and yes. Brianna Evigan's character is just like, Oh, it's Megan. It's like, no <laughs> yeah. one's like rotting corpse. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, she looks <laughs> Oh, she looks terrible. <laughs> so it's I just so ADR. I too. just I just want to go ahead and say that I 
it's definitely Sorority Row is definitely the best movie where Audrina Patridge is rolled in a blanket and dropped down a bunch. <laughs> okay? It's, I'm just going to say... It's the best of it that genre. absolutely slaps in that very particular blockbuster <laughs> section. Well, I okay. love that they talk about dismembering her and throwing her that part. in a lake, uh-huh. but then decide, well, it's a whole body, so we have to throw that down a mine shaft. Yeah. Throw that in the lake. Well, because cause the, cause the dismembering <laughs> part was when she was still alive. When like they were still uh, playing the prank, right. and they were just trying to make it sound as terrible as possible. Grab sharp rocks, so we can dismember Michael. the body. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they said something about having to puncture her lungs to get the air out. Correct. And that's where the whole prank goes it. south. Carrot. Look, no. I think carrot. I think the big takeaway for me in this movie, like right off the bat, is that you know, like someone like the act, Leah Pipes, who is. She literally seemed like the meanest realtor yeah. <laughs> ever, the ever. Yeah, yeah like she sure. was like having at, oh my Future god, future bachelorette. Oh god, yeah. You know? the, I'm not yeah. here to make friends. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She was gonna Austin be, was gonna get my heart, not yours. Hey, can I borrow him for a sec? <laughs> um, mm, but like, like I, she, you know, like, like you said, like you know, there's there's laugh lines, there's whatever, and it felt like watching it. Having I also saw it in the theater. Out of sheer, like, I have no idea what. I do yeah. remember seeing it. And then revisiting it this week, I was watching and thinking, oh, this was written as a pitch black comedy. This was written as and, – and it seemed that the director did not know this. Yes, or either, uh-huh. I agree with Either you. did not know this or just did not realize that washing everything in green all the time uh, was going to uh, sort of – tonally make it feel weird. But had this felt a little more like legally blonde? <laughs> oh yeah. Gone yeah. berserk. Yeah. I think it could have been kind of uh super fun. So I, you know, I don't know. But as it is, this movie gave me the clap. Well that's the thing is it felt congrats. It felt like half of them knew it was camp and the other half didn't. Yeah. No, there's there's you know? there's actors in this movie that have like they they're playing straight up. I, uh, They're doing drama. Whoever played Audrina's <laughs> sister, oh, uh, loved her. Legend. Yeah. I don't know who she is. I was like, Has are you a teenage runaway again? that like stumbled into this? <laughs> like, how did you? They found her in that house on, <laughs> on a location scout. But she has like no reaction to anything. Uh, I love at the end when they're doing the theta, theta pie thing and her, her head like, is big doing vacant this. eyes. I'm like, yeah. Who is she looking at? Yep. It's my favorite. Brian rewound so that good. like three times. Okay, well, she learned it from so watching good. Audrina. Yeah. But, you know. How do y'all feel about pranks in general? I'm not a huge prank person. Fuck no. Right? They're horrible. I want They everyone, always go too far. There's just no point. And it's not just because I really hate nonsense. Like, <laughs> I just want everyone in my life to know it's not fun. Don't take my keys, my wallet, my phone. Act like they're gone. Pretend that my mom died. Like, nothing. No oh, prank. that's... <laughs> Yo, people do really stupid shit like that. So and Brian had fake blood from... No. Halloween one year. No, fuck you, Brian. And <laughs> he was he he screamed in the bathroom. No. And he goes, "No. Ow." And I knew he was shaving. And I just in the bedroom, I was like, "You okay?" And he didn't answer me. And I just kept going, "Is everything all right?" And I did not get up. <laughs> <laughs> so he walked into the bedroom like with his hand on his neck and blood, and I'm uh. like, "That's not real, honey." And he's like, damn it. But he had then told me that one time he was going to lie on the kitchen floor covered in blood and see what I would do. And I was like, I would have killed you. 
Say, like, I would break up like, with you. Yeah, I would like yeah. you would be single. First of all, you are going to pay <laughs> my me. therapy costs for the rest of my life because I'm already going. This. Are you no? I I would I would probably end a relationship over that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's really not funny to me. I, mean, I think nobody. Yeah, wants- so he said, "What would you have done?" I go, "I would have moved out." Yeah, like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I feel like people know not to pull pranks on me because, like, I'm the person that if you take me to Not Scary Farm or like whatever, I I can't go through a haunted house. You, you know that scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when Jennifer Grey catches the principal there and she kicks him in the face? Mm-hmm. That's me in every haunted house. <laughs> I can't. I can't abide it. Like, I literally, I will watch any scary movie. Mm-hmm. But the second you put me into a situation where I am scared, no. my body does not understand fake. My body right. goes into fight or flight. Okay. For example. I get you. So like in Orange, and it moved, I think it's coming to Culver City like in a couple of months, but there is a VR experience called Alien Descent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, the outlets. Yes. Brian went to that, right? Uh, yes. And went with Brian. And holy Shit, this was a full body kind of experience where I had not done it before, but you literally were on LV426, you're looking at face huggers, you have a no. pulse rifle, you are you're in an elevator that is shaking oh, I'm and like, give me this. fucking xenomorphs are I'm jumping up, crawling in, you're shoot it's amazing. But the first time I did it, I literally screamed <laughs> the entire <laughs> 13 minutes that it lasted. I, I screamed it. like a crazy person. <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, he was like, it's okay. It's okay. And I was like, they're coming. They're die. Like I lost my shit. And afterwards I, I was like, Should my you? body did not know that that was just a, a fun little game. <laughs> My body does not. <laughs> I don't understand. It just doesn't understand. I, so no. I I'm, personally like love being scared so much. Love haunted houses. Same. Like the 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 initial scare happens, and then I scream, and then I laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> like I so I have such a great time, and like because of that, I definitely have done some pranks. Nothing nothing crazy, but like I have definitely hid in a closet for up to 15, 20 minutes <laughs> waiting for the person that I am no. trying to scare to come into the room. And I'm just no. like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wait right here. I'm going to be so quiet and it's going to be so worth it. And sometimes it is. Yeah. And I laugh <laughs> so I mean, hard. Brian's defense. I love the same stuff Ben was just talking about. So I think Brian thought it would be funny to do that to me <laughs> as part of like a Halloween trick. And I was like, no, nothing like that, please. No, that's, that's not scary. That's like, oh, it's me. That's like life changingly yeah, terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he didn't do it. Yeah, me too. Good job, honey. Um, Mark, I'm right with you on the real life haunted house scares. Yep. It's too much. Yep. I cannot handle it. Nope. Um, I'm like injected in my vein. No, I, would, <laughs> I would punch each and several, every one That's of those really non union <laughs> actors. <laughs> they would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. They really commit to them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Um, but the thing is, I, I really detest and abhor pranks as an adult, but we all have a past we're not proud of. As, in elementary school, I was the king of April Fool's Day. Oh, Lord. Lord. Oh, no. um, Did it say so in the yearbook? <laughs> no. What the fuck <laughs> did you do? No. I, I, well, here's what happened. I put salt in, the, in my dad's sugar bowl. <laughs> 
Um, and he always put sugar on his cereal in the mornings. He used to do that. Um, and he would get so mad because I was ruining his breakfast. And, you know, it's the morning and you are not prepared to be emotionally dealing with eating no. a mouthful of salt. Your dad's like, fuck that's, these kids. That's I'd the wrong time. I'd abandon you. <laughs> yeah. You're never but eating cereal ever the thing. I'm, I'm not proud of this, but I am because I was a very smart child. Um, the year after that, or I did it for a couple of years and eventually he started catching on. So what I did is I put salt in the sugar bowl, but I put a thin layer of sugar on top. So when he tested oh, the sugar, oh, it tasted like sugar. That but is diabolical. Fucker. Yes. Diabolical. Brennan Klein, child monster. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. God. Look, my and that's the legs. day my dad left. <laughs> <laughs> he went out to get sugar and he never came back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I regret all of that, except for I glued a penny to the concrete in front of my house. Oh, that's funny. It's still there. The, wow. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So okay. for people who haven't seen the movie, it starts out with a, a lot prank of salt stuff. about Ardrina Partridge's boyfriend had cheated on it's her. It's Patridge. Patridge. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cheated on her. So they, the, her sorority sisters, who includes his sis, real life, real sister, Give him roofies to give to her so he can have sex with her. But apparently they're not roofies. They're just like Alka-Seltzer. And they're like her playing dead. Yeah. So like. So he thinks. He thinks he's getting. He thinks he's date raping her. Yeah. And she's really. She's really. Prank. She's like, I've got fake puke in my mouth waiting for the perfect moment. Good, clean fun. Yeah. And he's like jamming his tongue down her throat. I'm like, where was she hiding that puke? Seriously. You know? Like. And then, of course, they. She. Goes in fake convulsions, has mm-hmm. um, foam coming out of her mouth and yeah. puke and passes out. So they think he thinks she's dying. So they mm-hmm. go to – he thinks she dies. Yes. So they, they go to destroy dead. the body. Yeah. They drive out to an old mine. And then he stabs her with a tire iron. <laughs> you know what I love about this description? <laughs> love it. it feels like if the Hills did a Halloween special. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like like the next sentence back. was like, anyway, yeah. Audrina gets stabbed with a tire iron right? <laughs> <laughs> right in her sternum. And then Lauren and Heidi Last and week, Stephanie drag her to the mine shaft. <laughs> Meanwhile, Spencer gets hit by the Chevy. <laughs> I but mean, I love that. Like, yeah. It's so like, wow. There's like three rape jokes like right off the top. Oh, There's, yeah. It's so problematic, like going back and, and watching it. Mm-hmm. I, so I own this movie and I literally watch it at least once a month. Oh, that's there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. No, I really everybody, everybody has a movie skeleton in their yeah. closet mm-hmm. where it's like, fuck yeah, I watch that yeah. shit. Like, I'm fuck on the regular. Yeah. Urban yes. Legend is that for me. See? Oh, yeah. I, I came home Legend. from New Hampshire with two copies of Urban Legend. <laughs> Scream Factory? I don't, hey, listen, our Scream Factory friends, they've been mm-hmm. accidentally sending my friend in New Hampshire. They sent him like three copies of Urban Legend. Oh, like, wow. I emailed cool. them, was like, hey, you sent me an extra, I'll send you one back. Doesn't hear from anybody. And then a final cut pops up. And then uh, and he's like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> right. yeah, so. He hit the right button at checkout. Is there an activity right. you like to do while you're watching it on, the, on its monthly? Um, I mean, oh, that's a good schedule. question. Like folding laundry. Yeah, it's a good folding laundry mo- mo- movie. Do it's you a just good. Cry it's a good during like, <laughs> crying jags or I, sometimes. <laughs> no, it's it's a, good, it's a good. It's a good folding laundry movie, and yeah. and it's a good just sitting that's there. I did with when I watched it. A, yeah, I mean. <laughs> That? Like, Just these having socks? some popcorn. Oh, look, that one. Answering died. emails. Josh, I'm going to do another load. Yeah. Honey, you're taking clean clothes out of the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
um, it's also it, it it's weird because I I, I agree like the movie has weirdly uh, matured into a kind of like sort of like adorably problematic like it's so sexist and so misogynistic and so like literally every death is weirdly like blowjob phallic like I'm gonna force this bitch to suck my cock I loved that scene that scene's great though there's there's like a a truly repugnant kind of like aspect like like, sleepaway camps like yeah like Rich cousin. Right. (laughs) Like a rich cousin who like married kind of up. Married up a little bit. Like came from sleepaway camp and went to sorority. Judy Judy went to college. Oh my God, Judy's Jessica. (laughs) Judy went to college. Remember Judy from Sleepaway Camp? Side Pony? Like the Side Pony? You've never She's seen just Sleepaway Camp? I don't think I've seen Fucking Sleepaway Monster. Camp. Oh, man. If you like Sorority well, you Row. you have Shudder now. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's on Shudder. Great. It's Sorority Row times 100. It's, I love it. Every person in it is a fucking asshole. I love asshole. it so much. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's really, truly some of the most unattractive uh, personalities you'll ever come across in a horror movie. <laughs> Thinking about it, though, yeah, there's at least four deaths that involve... Uh, a foreign object being lodged into a yeah, woman's there's, so head. Who, there's yeah. chugs. <laughs> Ch- Aww, there's chugs. Oh, and then Jessica gets a Jessica. tire through her throat. And um, Jamie Chung's character, whose name oh, the, I can't remember. Oh, the she flare gets, gun. She gets shot a flare gun in the mouth. I loved that scene. That was a good all the, all that was bubbles, actually a very good all the, set piece. Or the foam. I loved that. Yeah. It was a good set piece. And then lights. Um, and, then the, and then the random naked girl in the shower gets it. Like up oh, to the yeah, bottom right. of her of her face, yeah. but then you see it in her mouth. Yeah, I was happy we got to at least see like man butt and abs. There was some lots of uh, the first the opening scene with the, the pillow fight. Man there was butt. lots of. Um, I remember like sitting in the, the theater. Uh, I remember sitting <laughs> the, in the theater. The lone woman of color. No, that's not true. There's Jamie Chung, but um, yeah, she's at the very beginning in that yeah. party, and yeah. then she had the good like, sense the to literally leave. Like, get that movie. Out. She yeah. leaves the movie entirely. She's like, no. That just like sitting in the theater and watching that first sequence, like as a a baby gay, like filmmaker wannabe yeah. watching this thing. I was like, this is beautiful. I love it so much. And then as soon as uh, Brianna started doing her choreographed dance number, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I am in. Had like, she done no stuff No matter what. Is this before or after I think this was, was post. Because it was, ste- it was step, it wasn't it was the first step one. up to the street. Four. Yeah. I think she was in part four. She was in yes. step up to the so street. I was like, is it, an, is it a nod to step up or is Step up saw that and, was and they like, were like her. Get her in <laughs> because of that that like two second Get little me that dance. Girl. My favorite part in that scene though is when her character walks up the steps. There's a dude standing against the wall <laughs> with the bathrobe completely open, flexing, drinking a beer solo, and I'm just like, what did they tell this extra? Yeah. I like want to know this. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Hilarious. I'm like, he's you want to get famous. <laughs> <laughs> When I rewatched this this week and that first scene came on, I was like, oh, Ben is gay, gay. Yeah, it's super gay. <laughs> like, ben no joke. Yeah. I mean, that opening so scene, good. honestly, it like, it sells the fun right away. Oh, yeah. Like, even the opening song is like the right kind of shitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like all the music <laughs> is, is just that right amount of shitty. And it was actually Lucian. Yeah. Payne I was just going to say, I didn't realize he had done the music. for Yeah. Me. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> speaking of problematic, because he's incredibly problematic. Yeah. 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 Is he the guy from he was doing Drag Race? Yeah. And now he's not. Yeah. Because he said some bad stuff. Yeah. Real bad stuff. A lot stuff. of really bad stuff. Anyway. Sorority anyway. Row. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I, I, I don't know if anybody saw this today, but I thought again of Sorority Row today. Um, <laughs> when uh, Lori Laughlin, <laughs> before her court Boston signing autographs, mm-hmm. signing autographs, and after. which, by the way, chutzpah. Wow. Right? <laughs> to be like, like oh, oh, to be like, oh yeah, who do yeah. I make it out to? You know? Like, wow. Uh, but uh, I was like, oh. You That's know, there's, ballsy. Yeah, it it's really ballsy. Is. And it made me think about, you know, I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if like, I don't know. I just, it made me think of Olivia Jade and I was like, oh, she fits into a sorority. Oh, a sorority 100%. Kind of story. Yeah. And I thought, um, I don't know. It feels like, Maybe as much fun as one can have with this movie. I feel like we've, there's been a lot of stuff about binge drinking and sororities and fraternities and sort of rape culture Mm -hmm. and those, as well as now like sort of like privileged assholes Mm. getting uh, sort of, uh, you know, their, their positions at universities bought and paid for by their um, parents. Uh, I just, I feel like kind of like, Oh, I, this now it's due for a, a reboot but like in in a way that maybe a little bit more, you know, less sort of self consciously bitchy funny, mm-hmm. but a little bit more uh, topical. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, there's an interesting way to watch Sorority World where you go. I actually, while watching it, I had the thought about how like ten years ago this just seems so absurd, right. and like watching it through today today's lens, you're like, these people actually aren't that unbelievable. Mm-hmm. These people exist like <laughs> yeah. that Jessica monster sociopath. There's many of her in America. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? The guys walking around the dude that gets dumped by Jamie Chung and then immediately tries to bang rumor Willis and then yes. immediately tries to bang two other girls by taking them up through like a truck, like a, like, like a painter's ladder yeah. or whatever. Underneath like the under ladder. a tarp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he was so ready to date rape or, rape yeah you know like yeah. and it's just like okay that guy exists like it's like watching it today and knowing just being older i think and just how social media culture has kind of changed in the last 10 years like you kind of i kind of had that thought while watching be like they're really not that far off i think i think <laughs> that this movie would make a great double a uh, trash double feature with black xmas yes mm. because they both Same have like a vein. very they're 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 really they're, you know, they're both sorority mm-hmm. movies. They're both about um, really, really unpleasant people. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, truly, like, even, like, the character that you're, like, Chugs, that you, that that you feel like the movie is, like, sort of half-heartedly trying to get you to, like, feel bad. Like, she's like, ah, here I am in a spiral of self-destruction. Yeah. But it's, like. You have anal Right, but no, but. <laughs> But, like, the movie is actively, like, isn't it funny that she's such a slut? <laughs> isn't it funny that she's so broken? But, like, <laughs> like speaking just of was, that, 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 like scene, 21. that scene before she, like, when she's in the bathroom preparing oh to go have sex with her psychiatrist, yeah. and then she looks in the mirror and she's just like, cheers, slut. That actually made me so sad. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, girl. She, that's but like here's the thing. Her stock and her I think 
I and I think it's you. I don't know you very well, but uh-huh. you seem like a relatively sensitive person <laughs> um, and empathetic. So I think that in the script, I have a feeling that in the script, that sort of that that character was painted a little more. Was probably that writer was probably like. You know, this is going to seem. Oh, she's going to seem really damaged or broken. And I was like, this oh, is no. directed as a fucking well, pure no. comedy. <laughs> they, like, there's no. They like, definitely didn't want it to be like that because these guys wrote Piranha, Piranha 3D, 3D and Three Double D. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. so it's just misogyny. So it's just misogyny. So, never mind. Yeah. It's so just misogyny. Here I am trying yeah, yeah, to be yeah. on the side of the it's writer. Just yeah. misogyny. Yeah. And I enjoyed Piranha. Well, and like one of her I first lines is movies. about how great having sex on a roofies is. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's like, like well, get, her own brother. You get laid and a good night's sleep. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, <laughs> oh. you know what I love, you guys? Rape. <laughs> what the fuck? Rape what the fuck? Times. The most misogynistic Gross. part of that is that, like, someone could thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy fucking their therapist for Oxy and not be like, Damn I'm, it, I I'm just yeah. worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or like, I'm a, like, cheers to you, slut. About to get your Oh, reason, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but. Clearly, they're about like, to go no. see the pharmacist. We want you to want sex like this, but we, if you do, we're going to have you hate yourself for it. And then it's you're going to die with a bottle down your fucking neck, which was so good. <laughs> it oh, is I a good love, death. I love that really death. death. Yeah. Chugs. Chugs. Like, Chugs. <laughs> what is the main character's name? Ellie? Our final girl? Cassidy. There's Cassidy. Like a million final girls. Yeah. At least Met Black Christmas had like Katie Cassidy. Like right. compared I to Brianna love... Abigail, she has like such nuance and skills. I actually really enjoy Katie Cassidy. I love almost Katie everything Cassidy. she's in. I I have to say that the entire female cast of Sorority Row seems like they're doing the movie under duress. <laughs> There's like a kind of like terseness about all of them that doesn't it doesn't seem like they're college students. It seems like it, it's like they've been like. Like they've been blackmailed into doing this. Like <laughs> they've been like, like in the trenches. Together. Yeah, like there's like a, a toughness to well, what the did whole I text you endeavor. that Jessica is a 42 year old mom from Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! Why they do Carrie like that? Carrie Fisher. Right. I'm like she can't hit anything with that. Right. The what? note that I wrote when she came on yeah. was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I forgot Carrie Fisher." Why? The thing I didn't understand about her, so she comes back at the end, right? She's already got the gun. She doesn't know there's a killer on the loose, so why is she walking around with a gun? She finds out after Mm -hmm. she runs into them. That might just be her vibe. Or maybe she was ready to fucking kill (laughs) some bitches. She's like, y'all annoying as fuck. I'm clearly going to have to walk around with a shotgun (laughs) when I get back to the house. Well, but it's also, even when they discover the first actual dead body, like, yeah, there's weird shit going on. Is it Mickey that they discover? Yeah. They discover him pretty late, too. Yeah. But, But even then, they're just like, and oh, I is that Nike? Yeah. Oh, like, is yeah, I'd recognize those ugly shoes anywhere. Yeah. Is he dead? Home. I love how they're like, is he dead? <laughs> like, well, he's got a fucking tire. And that's the thing. It's turned upside down. It seems like the movie can't quite figure out if it wants to be a Heather's send up of kind of Greek culture. Greek culture and sort of like the kind of horrible, the horrible people it might breed. Well, that's the thing. The thing I really enjoy about the original is like the original at least does try to give you a sense of likability with all the girls in that movie. I love the first one. And as the original's great. And as it's listeners really know, as listeners know, our theme song mm-hmm. by Von Kiss samples The House on Sorority Row, Jody Draghi's infamous. <laughs> how do we know? How how 
do we know she, How do we know she is alive? Is alive. It's <laughs> truly one of the greatest line deliveries of all time. Ever. Yeah. Of all time. Ever. And like those same setup prank, you know, I'm always like on the fence about movies that do a prank or, you know, where the people do something that causes what happens like, like nine months night. later. Yeah. But the house on sorority or handles it pretty well where you actually still feel sorry for them. And I know what you did last summer yeah. does it pretty well too, where you, mm. even though they hit and run, you kind of feel for those characters and what they're going through. But this movie does not. Oh, you don't not. feel for any of them. Uh-uh. You're like, you're fucking no. stupid yeah. and annoying. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> and and that's all I want. And, that's all I want. In yeah, and they, downloading honestly, friend pin on my phone so and, I can start tracking oh Brian. They all oh look God. like they're like seventh year seniors. Like <laughs> they're Van Wilders. And it's like I don't need like people to look like young, young. But I mean, if you're casting high school or if you're casting college, look at least. Well, but the, so I mean, what's funny though is that they actually were that age. No, no, yeah, because I mean, this came out. In then 2000, the makeup person should have. Two thousand. This came out in two thousand nine. I want to say. I remember Willis is like 30 now, right? Yeah, they're they're Jamie all Chung around she, like 30, she was by far the youngest. Too. Jamie Chung was definitely around that age yeah. too because she had just yeah. come out the real you world. Can't be over 25 on the real world. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I remember when <laughs> I MTV, hit 25, period. I felt I immediately thought about, wow, I could never be on the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do like Jamie Chung in the movie. I love I Jamie Chung in the real world. She's incredible. <laughs> like they give her she's probably the my favorite. Most thankless role yep. where she doesn't have a lot to do. But she does the best. Well, she, she wanders except, around um, in foam screaming in a bikini. Except give Jessica multicultural clout. Do you remember? The, or wait, which oh, person yeah, yeah, yeah. at the beginning was oh, like, and I have God. you around. Yeah. You're my Asian friend. You make me seem multicultural. Which, which I was just trying. trying. Yeah. I'm like, at least say it because there's people that feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I love you. <laughs> oh, God. Checking boxes. The Her whole time. death scene's pretty great. But that's the thing. Yes. That's the so difference. I think the, I, I don't think the movie right. <laughs> like, totally knew no. that I, I don't know. No. It's there's a, there's a really it's a really weird experience to watch sorority. I think Row. it inadvertently <laughs> makes comments on things that like now like now looking back at it, it's like you could see it as maybe they were trying to say something, but it's like no, they were just trying to make a movie. Where well, they then could you gotta kill remember, okay, it was ten women. years ago. People were still saying shit like this, thinking it was okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so totally. And you know, and yet for all its flaws. Sorority Row, for most of its running time, is giving you the idea that maybe, maybe, Audrina Patridge is <laughs> running around yes. and killing co-eds. Oh, I love it. And it may, and you know what? I gotta say, that makes it, it, it makes, makes my, my tiny little heart grow just a little bit larger for had Sorority the courage Row. to, like, just go there. Those cowards. And just have her be the killer. Yeah, I would have. She's like, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Broke my back falling yeah. down that mine shaft, but. I haven't but had a penny. It's been so eight months. <laughs> um, but I will just say that, around. like, if I could find a man who would kill a bunch of people to, like, He's Keep the hero for me. Like that would be amazing. He's the hero of the movie. He's killing all these horrible fucking yeah. people. Oh God. Yeah. He's I, the true hero. I <laughs> actually, so like one of the reasons that I love this movie so much is his, his line basically explaining like why he did this. And it's, in his valedict- valedictorian speech, he says, <laughs> reputation comes from the company you keep. And so he says to, you know, Cassidy, he's like, the company you keep bitches and like that is why he's killing them and i'm just like i love that yeah and he doesn't want her to have to spend the rest of her life worried about it or something is that what it was 
And then what's with the boyfriend chasing him with an axe and he's not really the killer? Like, what is that about? Yeah. What did you say? The impact? Like I, he was ultimately like, I don't want to get dragged down in this shit. Like if wifey gets dragged down, yeah. I'm going to get dragged down too. You got to kill everybody connected to yeah. it. Yeah. Poor Mickey. Poor Mickey. Um, <laughs> hey, Mickey. I feel <laughs> like we would be remiss not to mention the fact, like I screamed out loud. I put that, like I was folding laundry and I screamed out loud when the three survivors oh, man, they leave walk out. the burning uh, <laughs> to this song called, like, Get Away From Me or something. Yeah. But, it's like, literally one of them is leaving sister. a house on fire, but in her bra Brown and panties pain. and some, Knee like, socks. diaphanous blouse. <laughs> and she's walking like she wouldn't have third-degree burns right. all like over. It's like yeah. in a perfume commercial. She's like, she's like yeah. no, I wrapped a curtain around me. I'm and, totally fine. And that's like, but that's after having of, a cat fight while a killer's on the loose. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things, oh my God. And that's one of the things <laughs> that like sort of makes me like feel like what's happening here when I watch Sorority Row because I just go, this has to be done for laughs. This can't be serious. They could not have shot this thinking, you know, she spends yeah, the last 30 minutes good. of the movie in white bra and white pants. I know. Yeah. As like <laughs> the place is burning down, crumbling and around them. For, <laughs> So she didn't even know never, to like tear the drapes I'm like, down. Yeah, I'm like, you wouldn't even just try to jump over that. Like, there's a door agile, fucking behind her that she p- tore the drape off of. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. That's what I love about Jamie Chung's death scene because she tries opening the one door that's blocked by like this mm-hmm. portable heater. Mm-hmm. But then when she gets dragged away, Brianna Gavigan just opens the other door. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, this movie's amazing. Oh, She's like God. looking down. It's like, honey, you have, you're, you're not going to get in the house. You have an, like a huge electrical cable wrapped around your ankle. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Which person um, gave Audrina mouth to mouth in the beginning? It was Jessica. 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 And then was like, no tongue, bitch, or whatever she said. I'm like, she, she gave, she gave another little gay hint mm-hmm. at some point too. She did. Yeah. She said something. I know. I remember she said something about going to take a shower and telling Cassidy not to follow her. Oh yeah. Like some, that's not yeah. an invitation. Yeah. An invitation. And then she made the one girl leave the shower cause it was a senior shower. She made her take her clothes off. Yes. Yeah. Dyke. Look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, you know, the only place Jessica was going to end up was Fox news. So yeah, it's truly. fine. I'm not. Truly. Oh, that doesn't collar? she scream? I mean, doesn't she scream? She's Tommy. Yeah. Fox I like friends movie. Tommy. I was like, this is Tommy. Oh, oh no. God. Now that you said realtor, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. Tommy would run over Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys say <laughs> her name one more time, she'll appear. <laughs> don't please don't, don't do it. Don't do it yeah, with that we white fedora. What was the senator's? I mean, she'll appear. She'll be a postmate. I but you know. <laughs> but you what know, but she'll sen- still appear. Was, like Senator Hudson, I don't know why the his last name killed me because it sounded like <laughs> gen- the most generic name you could give like a senator in a movie like that. It's like they none of no one involved in the movie actually knew what a senator was. They just knew yeah. it was important. Yeah, <laughs> they knew they hang I'm out to be the like, vice president. They day. hang out in sort of like oak paneled, shadowy rooms. <laughs> Brennan, can you figure out what his name is? Yeah, sure. Give me one second. Okay. I just I think it's like Hudson or something. It's not that bad, but I just like kept laughing because I kept saying it. <clears throat> I thought it was just so generic. Oh my god, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there any scares? Any? 
Um, uh, are there any scares? Was anyone remember? I think Chugs's death. That had some suspense. Yeah. Also, I mean, the therapist's death wasn't <laughs> so was pretty. That whole ordeal. <laughs> oh, oh, I have it. Um, Senator Tyson. Yeah, Senator Tyson. But also, like, like the chicken nugget. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to read you some of the Senator Nuggets characters in this movie. <laughs> oh, please do. Oh, yes. Yeah. Already drunk sister. <laughs> um, bra-clad sister, trampoline sister, uh, amazed yeah. senior guy, and <laughs> fuck, and over it sister. <laughs> oh, that, that's that had to oh, have God. been. And you the know, black that's the, the black girl that yeah. lived. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so I want to follow her around. So does this Time movie get a pride float? No. 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 <laughs> it was really a rhetorical no. question. I just They're know. doing party education on like how to know if you've drank too much, how to know if your friends drunk too much. Here's a how lift to know code. Has gone um, too far. Yeah. If I was They've a parent do education. and my kid was going to be a senior and or is a senior in college, I would show them this movie and go, when you go to school next year, don't do any of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just don't. It's like a how not to. <laughs> I, I say no pride float. This movie to me was a heterosexual nightmare. <laughs> Not wrong. In, in Not wrong. Of a pride float, may I present a clip package that I prepared? Please. Oh, okay. I do oh, God, love yes. this our AV article Please. I read, though, said that <laughs> step one of chopping up a body is drive a tire iron straight through the heart of the body. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You told me something else that was really funny. Oh, that. so like I could read this whole thing because it's fucking hilarious. Because the thing about pranks what is, is it that from? it's called AV film. It's from AV film. And the title of the article is, I know what the writers of sorority row watched last summer. <laughs> Who wrote it? Uh, Amelie Gillette. Oh, I like and um, she said, the thing about pranks is that there's always someone who takes it this too far, thus ruining the joke for everyone. I mean, sure. It's funny to call up the most dead eyed cast member of the Hills and tell her you want her to star in your house and sorority remake, remake, which starts shooting tomorrow. So don't be late. And yes, it's also funny to do the same thing to Bruce Willis and to me Moore's daughter. Of course, that's a good prank. And it's all stifled <laughs> laughter and swallowed guffaws for the first day as you watch the girls struggle to act, act and take the whole being a movie star thing seriously. But really, there's a point where you have to drop the charade and tell them it's a prank. Otherwise, you're actually making a House on Sorority Row remake, and no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, that's incredible. All right. Man. Okay, I just I prepared a short um, clip selection of my favorite character, Ellie. Uh, Rumor Willis is Ellie, who is <gasps> freaking out at a thousand percent oh, during the entire. She spends the entire, the entire movie time. just unraveling. Yeah, yeah. it's like um, does there like how the big is this ball that like it uh, just keeps unraveling? Yes. Yeah. My if there was like one of those memes where it's the subtitle. Titles would just be like yowls from afar. Is like <laughs> intelligible laugh, oh. like screaming. Yeah. Um, so here's here's a little bit of her. Killer and you guys don't understand that we dumped her body down a mine shaft. Why can't you understand really? that? There are thirty other girls behind that door that probably shouldn't know we murdered our sorority sister. Okay. <laughs> Somebody is dead, Ellie. Well, Megan. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Leah. She's good. Okay, we don't have time for this. Just first word. First syllable. Okay, That no. was funny, too. <laughs> Stupid. We're missing the party of the year. I know. 
Why couldn't Ellie have had a nervous breakdown tomorrow? We cannot let Ellie see this text message. (laughs) 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 Screams at a text message. Uh, We have to post. I took a pic of her hiding. That was fucking funny. It's fucking amazing when she's like, and she literally goes, I've got to do something. (laughs) She just pulls the the Yeah, and she just stands there. Brian, I pause and I'm like, Brian, get out of here. And he's like, Oh my God, is that that's someone hiding? I'm like, yep. And then we don't see her again until like until she, she, until she, until she takes off her glasses. Yeah. And until fucks like them all for up. some mm-hmm. reason she's able to shoot a shotgun. Yeah. And tell someone wrap yourself in that drape, that curtain. Well, since she's the literally the only character capable of empathy. True. <laughs> yeah. True. Maybe you know this is the the filmmakers sort of stab at, at, you know, sort of redefining a kind of final girl status. But it is interesting to have a final girl be such a goddamn mess the whole movie. <laughs> and a virgin, right? Wait, one of them, didn't uh, one of, they make a joke about one of them? I think it's her. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah oh, she's a nerdy, her. smart one because yeah. she has glasses on. Yeah. yeah. They're like redhead glasses. <laughs> Brianna yeah, glasses. definitely gets her final girl trophy stolen in the last like 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> right. She's supposed to be at the whole movie. Could you, that is just the most wooden performance. She's... <laughs> I mean, she like, is a dancer. No, the, <laughs> the golem, like just. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, wooden. Could you name a worse final girl? A worse final girl mm-hmm. than Brianna Evigan in this? Um, um, urban legend Alicia Witt. Natalie's pretty boring, and also she's pretty resourceful though. Uh. Yeah, but okay. Although um, so is Cassidy in this. She actually starts beating the shit out of him with lamps like crazy. Okay. I don't. Okay. I mean, I don't like well, to cast wants. dispersions on final girls, True. but <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have to say that if there's a worse one than Brianna, it's uh, Megan's sister in this, who, like, <laughs> leaves, <laughs> who literally is just she somehow she lost. Well, she somehow manages. Oh, by the way, if we can talk like peak misogyny in this movie, where this is the scene where Leo Pipes comes back to the room and she's like, and. Meg, Megan's sister, I literally don't know her name, but she yeah. literally is like, I fucked your boyfriend because you're <laughs> fucked mine. You're a, you're, you're a whore. You're a slut. They literally start like fighting in their underwear. Yeah. yeah. And but it gets into the hallway. Yeah. And it's just like, is this serious? Is this, I don't, I don't know. What's the tone? I don't know yeah. what the tone is. It's fascinating. Well, and one knows there's a killer on the loose. One doesn't. And then when, when Megan's sister finds out there is a killer on the loose, she is remarkably calm. Well, because she <laughs> she thinks that it might be Megan. So she's like, what? My sister's alive? Yeah, my favorite so is that's that's when she sees a person in a giant black cloak. She goes, <laughs> Megan? 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 <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, this movie. But I remember when she hears the shotguns going off, she's like, Megan, no. (laughs) And then like runs off and I died. Uh, So great. This over it sister is over it. Um, All right. Ben, ben thank you so much. Yeah, where can Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ben J Bauer. I mean, is hunting season? Oh god. YouTube. Uh, Right? Uh, huntingseason.tv um, is where you can find that. Anything else you've worked on lately you want to talk about? I mean, I have two two short films that I'll hopefully be doing uh, festivals this summer. One so. is one is kind of uh, about internalized bottom shame um, called Next Level Shit. And then <laughs> the awesome. other one is, is a uh, horror uh, short that I made with friend of yeah. queer wolf michael Verratti. Oh, we love um, you, michael. that is called the office is mine and it's kind of 
about uh, gays competing for territory within an office space. Single gay <laughs> office. Cool. Yes. yes. Oh, yes, I yes. love it. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Where can we find you, Mark? You can find me on Instagram at Senior Teen. Michael? You can find me on Twitter at Michael Kenken. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Black Cupcake. You can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Friends. And you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Queer Guys, thank you. Theta Pi. Theta Pi. Say goodbye. Theta Pi. Say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.